I'm not a huge supplement fan. I don't take a gazillion supplements. I, I take them more as I feel like I need them if something's coming on. But I would say overall prevention's the best medicine. So I don't try not to let myself just get too wigged out. If I'm done, I need to just take a break, you know, take a rest. And, um, you know, vitamin C, zinc, those, those are the two nutrients I probably keep on board. And then the water. I mean, if you don't stay hydrated, you're going to get sick pretty fast. This is Get Personal with Dr. Chris. Real life stories and informative conversations, helping you take control of your health and feel like yourself again. Today on the show, I'm talking with my friend and my marketing guru, Jessica Pate. We spend a lot of time together and she's always asking me questions about how I live my life. Practical questions like, what do you eat? And when do you exercise? How do you manage stress? We thought some of you might have similar questions. So today we're switching chairs. I am the one being interviewed and I'm going to answer those basic questions about how we can just make small changes to live a little healthier. Hey everyone, today I am talking with Jessica Pate. She's the owner of JDP Social. She's also my marketing guru. We met because her sister Hannah was working at Desert Wellness Center, my practice, in the front office. And incidentally, Hannah now works for Jessica, so now Hannah's also working for me. Isn't this amazing? But without these girls, you would never see anything on Instagram, and nothing would happen on the podcast. Like, nothing would happen without them in my lives. Um, Jessica's always asking me questions. She always wants to know, okay, do you really do what you're saying? Or really, what do you do during your day? Are you walking the walk? Or are you talking the talk? And I tell her, well, yes, of course, I'm perfect. <laughs> but not really. So today, we're going to give Jessica the mic, and she's going to ask me some of those questions that she asks me all the time. And we're just going to share them with you all. So Jessica, what do you got for us? I have so much. <laughs> I'm sure you do. You always do. I have so much. I'm constantly asking you questions. I, I just, know. I need to know, like, what is your day-to-day -day like? Are you actually doing what you're telling me to do? <laughs> Are you? <laughs> of course I am. Of course I am. I do know that you, you for the most part are, but mm -hmm. sometimes I'm like, how does she do all of this? Like how, as a normal person, I'm just saying you're like, I just want to take a nap and Dr. Wallace is running circles around me. Like <laughs> my You're just seeing me in my good times. <laughs> well, one of the questions I have is you're working out. I mean, it's, I'm one of those people where I work out a lot and then I go in these lulls where I'm like, I stop and then it's hard for me to pick back up. Mm -hmm. But you just seem, you're very committed. You're always doing it. And you find a way to do it even when you're traveling or, you know, maybe you're burnt out from a certain thing and then you're getting in the pool and doing water aerobics and stuff. <laughs> I mean, you're like crazy. So I just want to know, like, how do you do it? How do you stay on top of working out like you do? Part of my motivation is that actually I like it. And everybody always gets mad at me when I say that. But I really, really do enjoy moving. And every time... I move, it helps with my mental health. Like it, it gets me going. Mm -hmm. I'm a morning person. 
So if I couldn't exercise in the morning, I would probably not exercise. And that's the truth. So I always tell my patients, it's like, look, pick your time. If you're not a morning person, don't get up and try to work out in the morning because you're not going to do it. If you're not an evening person, don't expect even taking your clothes in the car is going to help you go. It's tough to get over those hurdles in your life. But I have been a pretty avid exerciser since I discovered aerobics in the 80s. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I think once you discover something you love, you just kind of don't look back, you know, and I... I loved it and I started teaching it and kind of just went with the whole group fitness wave and really never looked back. So I was almost always teaching a class. So for most of my life, even when I had little kids and when I was working part-time, I was always teaching group fitness classes. And it was great because I had childcare. But now I'm still, you know, teaching a little yoga here and there. Uh, well, more a lot of yoga here and there. But I'm also doing my own workouts, and I'd have to say, even during pandemic, when all the gyms or studios closed mm-hmm. down, because I'm like a group girl, right? Got to be in yep, people. Same. But I discovered that you know the classes that I do, I love bar three classes. They were online, so I'm like, fine, I'm just going to do this at home. And I was never a home exerciser, so you know what, you can do it at home if you really want to. And for me, it's just I know if I don't get up and just at least, I mean, get at least thirty minutes in. Or maybe just even 15, but 30 is better. I know I'll just feel better the rest of my day. It's mm-hmm. just why I do it. Do you ever like have these lulls though? Like, you know, maybe you travel and then you come back and you're like, oh, I got to get back into it. Does it ever, it's never hard for you. I know. I know and I love it. I love working out too. Like <laughs> yeah. I, I do it for my mental health more so than mm-hmm. anything, but then I'll be traveling and I come back and then I'm like trying to get back into the flow of my routine. And mm-hmm. sometimes it's hard for me and I'm just like, oh, we travel a lot right now on the weekends because I one of my sons mm-hmm. is playing football. So we, we travel to watch him go play. And honestly, as I'm driving home on Sunday, I'm scheduling my, my Monday morning class because I just know I, that's just my routine. It's, it's almost become such a habit. You know, they say do something for 30 days becomes a habit. Um, maybe it's that. But it's just, I like it. I love it. It makes me feel good. And I, the other thing is it doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't. You don't have to run 10 miles. You know, you can walk one. You know, you don't have to work out for an hour and a half at the gym. You don't have to go for an hour. You can do 30 minutes. It doesn't have to be a, that's what gets people. I, you're so right. Mm -hmm. I think I, I put this like, oh, well, I have to register for a class Mm -hmm. or when I'm away, I have to do this or that. And then I'm overthinking it as opposed to just go out and take a nice 30 minute walk around the block or, you know, like it doesn't have to be this daunting task when I'm getting back into it. No, it's not like an on and off the wagon thing. You're not a a diet. You're on your diet. You're off your diet. You're on your exercise. You're on your, no, 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 no. It's just, just do it. Yeah. Just do it. (laughs) Just do it. Um, all right. Your eating habits. So that's another thing where it's like you're traveling, Mm -hmm. you get off schedule, like you're just, you know, eating out. That can be super hard. Like, what do you do? You seem to always eat very well, despite, you know, traveling when you're sick or, you know, whatever the case may be, you're Mm -hmm. just a very good eater. So what are the habits that you do that make sure that you're eating right and staying on top of that stuff and kind of preparing your meals and stuff, but also like where are you splurging a little bit? 
Because we know you got to yeah. splurge a little bit, right? <laughs> Do I splurge? You think I splurge? <laughs> uh, maybe a little. Absolutely. <laughs> I've always... Okay. So first of all, prefacing the fact that I've been in the health industry since like, what, 1989 in group fitness and probably as a health educator since, I don't know, about that time too. So a very long time. I have seen the trends come and go. Everything. I've seen... Everything from fat-free to high-fat, you know, low-carb, high-carb. I mean, I've I've seen all the trends, all the diets. I mean, everyone I could tell you about. And all along, all I've ever said is it's 80-20. 80% of the time, you are choosing something that's healthy for your body. And 20% of the time, you might not be. But you know what? That's okay. The first time you tell yourself, I can't have that, do you want it? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. You want that. Yeah. Right. So I think it's all about portions. And in my head, it's always, I've always taught this and I I believe that it's, it's food that's in its most uh, original state. Right. And that has the most color. You know, these are just like, and I used to do grocery store tours back in my day. And I always taught people, you know, shop the perimeter and some people are dairy-free, some people are gluten-free, so for, for good reason, and that's fine. But all those things are found on the outside of the, of the grocery store. And for the reason is because those are whole foods, those are real food. And, and as soon as you start like chopping it up, processing it, putting it in a box, it's not real anymore. So my, my whole, I guess, mantra in terms of eating is it's got to just be almost in its real state, even if I eat out. You know, even if we're I was going to ask, like, what are you doing when you eat out? So if we, I mean, okay, so first of all, it's not fair asking me these questions during football season because that's really rough. (laughs) (laughs) So I like French fries. I'm just going to admit it right now, right? Oh, love French fries. But the other thing is when my husband and I go out, we always share a meal. Yeah, it is portions too, especially when you go out to eat. They give you obscene amounts of food. They do. It's insane. So I would say it's portions. When I'm eating out, for sure, I'll eat a ton of salads. Why? Because I like them. So a lot of times I'll eat out. But don't be thinking salads are necessarily always the best thing to order. No. No. But I'm just saying, I get what I like when I'm out. Um, It's just all about those portions. It really, really is. I mean, I save myself for my my wine, but that's my 20% (laughs) most of the time. (laughs) What about the late night munchies? Do you get those? Like if you're drinking wine on a Friday night, you don't get hungry and then start digging into your stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Just, just me. I don't know. That might just be you. No, (laughs) no, I don't think so. Although I do love a good charcuterie board and that's that, that leads to some serious munchies, but I just think my whole life I've just spent quite a bit of time just thinking that everything needs to be in moderation and it's about portions. And I'm Italian and thank God I love the Mediterranean diet because honestly, the Mediterranean diet is probably one of the most healthy go-to diets. Mm -hmm. It gives you pretty much everything you need. And so that's pretty much what I do. Like what are like three things that you just always have at your home from the grocery store that you always pick up? Like you never like You're never going to be there and it's not going to be in your pantry or in your fridge. I was going to say, pantry and fridge are different. (laughs) (laughs) So pantry is almost always going to be some form of a gluten-free cracker. I I mostly avoid gluten, but that doesn't mean I never eat it. Um, I mostly don't eat it because I have some hypothyroidism and we've talked about that in the past and gluten's just not good for that. Um, So I almost have some sort of an almond-based flour cracker. 
in my pantry. That's a pantry thing. Why? I'm a salty snack person, so I like that. Um, in my fridge, we eat chicken and we eat salmon. And then the third thing is I'm always loading up in the produce department. What's in season? I almost always shop in season. I'm, I'm getting a organic lettuce. I'm always making sure my cucumbers, my tomatoes. I always have to have my salad stuff ready to go. Whatever. It's the Brussels sprouts or it's the avocados always in my house. Always avocado, always tomatoes, always onions, always garlic. Mm -hmm. I mean, I always, always have olive oil as well. Olive oil is probably my mainstay. And I do like gourmet salts or salts that have other herbs in them. I think that's a great way to change up what you're eating. Mm -hmm. And I love growing herbs in my garden too. So I, I love being able to grab my basil or my cilantro or my oregano or whatever from the garden. Yeah. I feel like I always stack up on a bunch of veggies and stuff and then I just, I forget about them mm -hmm. or like, I'm like, I need to prep this stuff and like chop them up right away. Otherwise... Yeah. They're going bad and I'm ruining I'm I always, it. Yeah, I always call it playing Chopped. Mm -hmm. Have you seen the show Chopped? Yes. Yes, love it. I, I think it's a challenge. <laughs> so I'll go home and be like, okay, I have a red pepper. I have some green onions. I have a few pieces of broccoli and I have some zucchini or whatever's left. Just put everything in a saute pan with olive oil and garlic and it's better. It's great. Yeah. Yep. All right. Managing stress. <laughs> we all could use some good tips on this one. <laughs> um, I mean, between the pandemic, everything that's in the news, I mean, the world is just moving at such a fast pace. And mm -hmm. it's very hard to stop and smell the roses, as they say. I mean, you have to have patients all the time that come in and they're just like mm -hmm. on the verge of a panic attack. They have anxiety, you know. Yep. I'm sure that's just happening all the time. So what, like, what are you telling them to do that you actively do that helps you get through some of this stuff. I think part of it is separating your work and home. I think a lot of us have a hard time with that now, especially if you work at home. Oh, right? yeah. That's, oh. that's rough. Like daily struggle. Yeah. You feel it. And, and, and especially you, like mm -hmm. your work is on your phone and your computer. Mm -hmm. Like you're, you're constantly on social media. You're constantly on email. That's your job. And then like, it's almost like a personal thing too. Like, oh, you just got to put that phone down. And I, and you know, so separating work from home life. And I think that I've always done a pretty good job of that. For some reason, I'm able to shut it down. Maybe it's just because I'm a mom, because as soon as I walk in the door, I got to figure out what's for dinner and I need to clean up and I need to get ready for the next day. And I got to figure out where everybody's at. And I think I just didn't have the bandwidth to keep thinking about work. So, and then after that, you know, I would just be like, I'm out, I'm done. It's checkout time. And you know what? I'm, I love books, but I'm a little bit more of a movie watcher. I do like movies and I love to escape into them. But I was thinking, um, this morning I had an interesting interaction at my bar class that I was at. The program is a, is a big workout. And at the end, it's about, oh gosh, no more than a five minute breath work. No more than that, max. And it does not matter if that's a 45-minute class or a 60-minute class or any. People are always leaving before the breath work. Mm -hmm. I'm like, come on. You have five minutes to breathe. Take a deep breath. Stop. Just breathe. When you stop and take a big, deep breath, you will be amazed at how that lowers your cortisol level, how that takes you from a sympathetic state to a parasympathetic state. You know, it's the whole adage, um, you know, play hard, work hard, 
rest hard. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. If you tried as hard to just take a minute doing something that you like, I don't care if it's reading a book or watching TV or just looking outside or whatever and take a breath while you're doing it, you won't have nearly as much stress. Yeah. I actually, I was in Denver this past weekend Mm -hmm. and I was just having really bad anxiety. I woke up and it was just one of those days where just anxiety set in. I didn't really know why or Mm -hmm. where it came from. Yep. And my friend was like, are we going to this yoga class? And I'm like, sure, you know. And for some reason, going to yoga was also giving me anxiety. I'm Mm -hmm. like, this is really the opposite of what it should be doing Mm -hmm. right now. But (laughs) so I get into yoga and everyone's on top of each other. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh, it was just giving me more anxiety. And the next thing I know, the instructor's like doing the breath work. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, "Okay, I'm really going to focus on this because I'm going to get this out of my head. Yeah. And sure enough, like I just really, really concentrate on my breath work. And I I ended up finishing the class feeling so good afterwards. And I'm like, man, it's just such a powerful tool. Mm -hmm. And it's just, you know, we don't know sometimes why anxiety comes on if you're just one of those people that gets it or maybe, you know, like me, I'm I'm probably burnt out sometimes. Yeah, probably. um, Maybe. So it was just really nice to be in a room where someone was like saying, okay, you need to breathe and stuff. But it reminded me of that because half the people were like leaving at the end of the class. And I'm like, and we stayed. And I was like, I'm so glad we stayed because that really like, I just felt so good leaving there. And it just, it really helps. I mean, there's even apps now, the Calm app. I mean, there's Mm -hmm. several mind body apps that you can get that you can use before you go to sleep at night. Every night you can make that part of your habit. And I used to teach people on your drive home from work that at every stoplight, you would take a deep breath. Um, I love that. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of little tricks you can teach yourself to just take a minute. I mean, literally a minute is all you need to take at, you know, four, five, six deep breaths. And yeah. that's it. I love that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do that at a stoplight Okay. Now. Yay. <laughs> Breathing. <laughs> All right. So another thing that I want to talk to you about is just taking care of your overall health in general. So mm-hmm. like, I know that you're very good about this, obviously with the pandemic and COVID and everything and, and flu season and all that, everybody's worried about getting sick and stuff. Like what are the tips and tricks that you kind of use in your daily life to beat the, beat the flu season? <laughs> I think part of it is being prepared for it. I think when we let our bodies get stressed, when we let our bodies get down, we're going to get sick. That's just how it works. Your immune system, it cannot, cannot work when it's just suppressed because we're under so much stress. So the stress management stuff we just talked about, that's part of your immune system. So that's part of it. Don't let yourself get overly stressed. And definitely during COVID, we found that the people that were getting sick first were the ones that were just pushing, pushed through it, like just tired. So, you know, getting enough sleep is another thing, right? So no matter what is going on in your life, making sure you're getting enough sleep and making sure that sleep is quality sleep. So if you're having a hard time sleeping, then, you know, we need to take a deeper dive into that. Like, why are you not sleeping? Is it hormones? Is it stress? What is it? Because good sleep is good for your immune system. And I'm really, 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 really avid about taking the magnesium that I take at night. I love magnesium. I know. And I think it really helps with sleep and it really helps with your brain. It really helps with your emotions and your adrenal glands. They love magnesium. Taking just a vitamin C once a day is really going to help with your adrenal glands. So I do that. And then adrenal support when needed. I'm not a huge supplement fan. I don't take a gazillion supplements. I, I take them more 
as I feel like I need them if something's coming on. And of course, here we have IVs. I'll do an IV or in my office, we, we can do IVs. And so I'll be like, okay, lunch hour, need an IV. I know if something's coming on, we need those. Those are great, 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 great. But I would say overall prevention is the best medicine. So don't allow it. I don't try not to let myself just get too wigged out. If I'm done, I need to just take a break, you know, take a rest. And, um, you know, vitamin C, zinc, those, those are the two nutrients I probably keep on board. And then the water. I mean, if you don't stay hydrated, you're going to get sick pretty fast. So lots of hydration is probably one of the things I try to do the most too. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Is there anything, any tips or tricks on, on hydration? <laughs> I mean, besides IV and, you mm-hmm. know, I mean, it's just, we live in the desert, so it's, do. And it's very hard to remember, okay, I got to drink my water, drink my water. I think the only way you can do it is carry something with you that you always use for your water. Get yourself a water bottle or a cup or something you can always refill and make sure it fits in your cup holder or someplace convenient so you can always have it with you. And if you don't like water, put lemon in it, put cucumbers in it, put basil in it, put something in it to make it yummy. And that'll help too. Yeah. I love that tip. Mm -hmm. All right. So beauty, beauty and aesthetic. (laughs) All right. Now, are all your makeup products clean? No. What about you? We know that. (laughs) I I tell my patients that. I wish they were. It's very hard to transfer. They're not all clean. I'm going to be completely honest. (laughs) Pick your poison. What are your favorite clean products? What is like your beauty routine? Well, first of all, it's not giant. (laughs) (laughs) I've never, ever been a big mere time girl. And... I would say that my favorite products are the Eminence products. We, you know, I have them in my office. They're organic. I'll use their alternative retinolite product, which is their firming serum. And then I'll use their overnight creams. And so I use a lot of their products to replenish my skin. Other than that, you know, washing my face in the morning and washing my face in the evening and doing masks every couple of, you know, weeks or so is, is really the skincare routine that I stick to. And I think when you keep your skin looking good, and remember, we just talked about water. If you're not drinking enough water, you could put whatever you want on your skin. It's not going to look good, mm-hmm. right? So, I mean, natural's always been the best for me. And the organic products that I use are mostly all my skin care products. I will say the cheater product I use is a foundation that isn't organic. (laughs) But also body lotions. You know, other body lotions, if you're putting any, remember anything you put on your body, it's going to soak in. I mean, we use bioidentical hormone creams that sink in. Mm -hmm. So anything you put on your body is going to sink in. So think about that when you're picking out most, and I said most, remember my 80-20 rule? Mm -hmm. (laughs) When you pick out most of your products, let's make sure 80% of them are organic and they're going to be good for your body. Love it. Mm-hmm. These are all great tips. Is there anything else? I'm trying to think of something else that I've asked you. I feel like I've asked you so many things. I would say, I mean, it, sometimes people will ask me, well, you know, h- how do you how do you keep it together? One of my colleagues the other day, I was mentioning I'm the oldest in the office, by the way. And we were saying something about stress and, you know, we need more sleep. And I'm like, yeah, I need to go get some sleep. And I said, I'm the oldest one here. I, I need more sleep. She goes, oh, you, you might be the oldest. You seem like you're the youngest. <laughs> really? and, I, and I was thinking about that. And I, I think part of that's an attitude. And I think part of that's an outlook. And I can't walk away from that whole mind-body connection. 
So, I mean, yes, we need to put healthy things in our body. We need to work out and we need to take minutes, uh, you know, we need to de-stress and all that. But I think we need to most of the time have a positive attitude and just try to figure out how do I want my day to be today? You know, what's, what's going to happen today and, and what's the best thing that happened to me today? Sometimes it's not that great, but you can always find something. And, and then the next day and the next day, because every day is a new one. Yeah. Which is good. I love that. <laughs> well, thanks for talking to me today. Yes, it was fun. I mean, I know that you do ask me those <laughs> questions all the time. So <laughs> it was nice to be able to share. I know. I did get some new tips. Though, you time. did? Yeah. Oh, you're so yeah. funny. You're so inquisitive. I love that. <laughs> very, very. I need to know these things. <laughs> you need to know. All right. Well, thanks so much for being with us, Jessica. And the next time you see my social media or listen to any of my podcasts, remember that Jessica and her sister Hannah at JDP Social is behind it all.